July 2006. Arrivals. Alex's Diary. 10th of July 2006. My face is perfectly round. I'm sure you could draw it with a compass, and only very rarely the edges of the circle and my face wouldn't combine. I hate it. I also have, inside the circle, a pair of apple cheeks. When I was younger, adults used to pull at them, take my flesh between their fingers and squeeze it. They forgot that my cheeks were not like apples. Apples are inanimate. They are hard. They don't feel pain. If they're bruised, it's only on the surface. I do have nice eyes, mind you. They change colour. My mother says that when I'm alive inside, energised, they're a vivid green. When I'm feeling stressed, they become the colour of the North Sea. Personally, I think they're grey rather a lot. But they are quite large and shaped like peach stones, and my eyebrows, darker than my hair, which is girly blonde and straight as straw, frame them well. I'm currently staring into the mirror. Tears prick my eyes because when I'm not looking at my face, in my imagination I can be anyone I choose. The light here in the tiny onboard toilet is harsh, shining like a halo above my head. Mirrors on planes are the worst. They make you look like a 2,000-year-old dead person who's been freshly dug up. Beneath my t-shirt, I can see the flesh rising above my shorts. I take a handful and mould it into a passable impression of the Gobi Desert. I create dunes with small pouches between them, from which could sprout the odd palm tree around the oasis. I then wash my hands thoroughly. I actually like my hands because they don't seem to have joined the march towards Blobland, which is where the rest of my body has currently decided to live. My mother says it's puppy fat, that the hormonal button labelled shoot sideways worked at first press. Sadly, at the same time, the shoot upwards button malfunctioned. And it doesn't seem to have been fixed since. Besides, how many fat puppies have I ever seen? Most of them are sleek from the exhaustion of excitement. Maybe I need some excitement. The good news is this. Flying gives you a feeling of weightlessness, even if you are fat. And there are lots of people on this plane far fatter than me because I've looked. If I'm the Gobi, my current seat neighbour is the Sahara all on his own. His forearms hog the armrest, skin and muscle and fat spreading like a mutating virus into my personal space. It really irritates me, that. I keep my flesh to myself, in my designated space, even if I end up with a bad muscle spasm in the process. For some reason, whenever I'm on a plane, I think about dying. To be fair, I think about dying wherever I am. Perhaps being dead is a bit like the weightlessness you feel here, now, inside this metal tube. My little sister asked if she was dead the last time we flew, because someone had told her grandpa was up on a cloud. She thought she was joining him when we passed one. Why do adults tell kids such ridiculous stories? It only leads to trouble. For myself, I never believed any of them. My own mother gave up trying them on me years ago. She loves me, my mother, even if I've morphed into Mr. Blob in the past few months. And she promises that one day I will have to crouch down to see my face in water splash mirrors such as this. I come from a family of tall men, apparently. Not that this comforts me. 
I've read about genes skipping generations, and knowing my luck, I shall be the first fat dwarf in hundreds of years of Beaumont males. Besides, she forgets she's ignoring the opposing DNA which helped create me. It's a conversation I am determined to have during this holiday. I don't care how many times she tries to wimp out of it and conveniently changes the subject. A gooseberry bush for a father is no longer satisfactory. I need to know. Everyone says I'm like her, but then they would, wouldn't they? They can hardly liken me to an unidentified sperm cell. Actually, the fact that I don't know who my father is might also add to any delusions of grandeur I already harbour, which is very unhealthy, especially for a child like me, if I am still a child. Or have ever been, which personally I doubt. At this very moment, as my body hurtles across Central Europe, my father could be anyone I choose to imagine. Whoever suits me at the time.